three minutes after five on Manx Radio AM and Manx Radio Digital. Simon Quine with you with the Saturday Sports Classified results for Saturday the 20th of January. And we start off in football in the GH Corlett Woods Cup preliminary round. The game between Douglas High School Old Boys and Jims was postponed, as was the game between Onken and Pull Rose. Castletown 1, Foxdale 4. Governors Athletic 3, Ramsey Youth Centre 2 after extra time. In the Canada Life Men's Premier League, Laxey 6, St George's 1. Ramsey against Corinthians was postponed, as was Union Mills against St Mary's and Moran against Air. Douglas Royal 2, St John's 1. Peel 3, Russian 2. And moving on to DPS Limited Division 2, Malou against Colby was another postponed game. Douglas and District 2, Michael 2. Canada Life Combination 1, Corinthians 3, Ramsey 3. St Mary's 4, Union Mills 3. Air 1, Moran 2. Russian 1, Peel 0. DPS Limited Combination 2, Douglas Athletic 3, Onken 4. Colby 1, Malou 1, Michael 4, Douglas and District 2, Foxdale against Douglas High School Old Boys was postponed. And final results in combination 2, Ramsey Youth Centre 5, Jims 1. Moving on to rugby this afternoon, the Ravenscroft Manx Shield was the only game remaining in the fixture list. It was Southern Nomads 42, Western Vikings 19. Castletown against Isle of Man Barbarians was postponed, as was the friendly between Northwich Stags and Ramsey. Moving to hockey in the men's Premier League, Vikings A8, Backers B2, Harlequins A0, Backers A8, Castletown A2, Valkyres A2. In the ladies' Premier League, Backers A1, Vikings A3, Valkyres A2, Harlequins A2. And the game between Castletown A and Castletown B was postponed due to the weather at Castle Russian High School. Moving on to Men's Division 1, Ramsey A6, Vikings B1. We're awaiting uh, results and updates in Valkyres B against Harlequins B and Vikings C against Castletown B. In Ladies Division 1, another postponement at Castle Russian High School between Vikings B and Castletown C. Valkyres B2, Backers B5 and a further postponement between Backers C and Ramsey A. Men's Division 2, Ramsey B3, Castletown C1, and Valkyres C6, Backers Colts 1. Ladies Division 2, the game between Castletown D and Castletown E was also postponed because of the weather. Vikings C2, Ramsey B0, awaiting a score and an update in Harlequins B against Valkyres C and in the under-15s league, Valkyres 5, Harlequins 3 and again awaiting a result for Vikings against Ramsey, Rogues and Rascals. So that is the classified results for this afternoon. Turning our attention first of all to football and Tony Meppham joins me in the studio. Tony, uh, we'll start off with the GH Call at Woods Cup preliminary round. Now obviously <clears> half the fixtures didn't get played because of the weather we've had on the island over the last few days. Uh, so no draw for the first round this evening, first of all. No, we'll not do the draw. We'll uh, try and juggle around to uh, see if we can get the fixtures in next week, Simon. But uh, got a bit of a problem with Jim's just trying to find out if they're clear because it's their free week. But uh, yeah, with two either or's, uh, not comfortable with that. 
Okay, so let's get down to the action today. Castletown 1, Foxdale 4. Yeah, and uh, what a start this was for uh, Foxdale because Foxdale went 2-0 up. And when you have a look at the league tables with Castletown at the top, you didn't see that one coming. I think it was uh, Jason Charmer got one and Jay Chatwood uh, may have got the uh, second one, so 2-0 looking good. And then it all sort of changed at the start of uh, the second half because within five minutes or so, uh, Jason Charmer for uh, Foxdale... Uh, got sent off so uh, suddenly the onus was on Castletown to go for it and they got a goal back uh, I don't know who got the goal so it was uh, Foxdale 2 uh, Castletown 1 but then uh, Foxdale just managed to cover that one man deficit and it was uh, Ricky Newsham who uh, got a goal and Jay Chatwood got his second of the game so uh, amazing second half performance by uh, Foxdale and it finished up uh, Castletown 1 Foxdale 4 and Foxdale go through and this uh, next one sounds like a, a great game. You read the match report to me earlier on. Governors, Governors Athletic 3, Ramsey Youth Centre 2 after extra time. Yeah, this was an absolute uh, humdinger and I'll see if I can get the match report up. And thanks to uh, Dean Turton for putting it through and giving us the information. Uh, Youthy started the better, but then a silly foul by their keeper led to David Kay for Governors uh, from the spot. Uh, just a minute later, Ross Crawford's uh, effort uh, for uh, Ramsey Youth Centre uh, from the spot was saved by Billy Sweeney, so well done Billy at the other end. After the break, Sean Dodd's uh, deflected effort doubled Governor's lead, uh, but Crawford's effort from range halved the deficit. Then with uh, 10 to go, Governor's went down to 10 as uh, David Kay was sin-binned. Five minutes later, they were down to nine. Josh Dunn uh, got uh, sin-binned. Uh, then in the 91st minute with uh, Smith's 25-yard uh, effort, levelled it to go into extra time. A uh, bit worried at that time because it was getting a little bit uh, darker, but uh, Governor sealed it in the 115th minute when uh, Josh Dunn seized on a defensive mix-up to fire home and send Governors into the next round of the Cup. So congratulations to uh, Governors, commiserations to Ramsey Centre and Old Boys. But as you say, what a humdinger of a game. Yeah, sounds like a great action up at Nobles Park. Uh, so as you say, we'll try and get those those missing fixtures sort of slotted into the calendar summer and then we're in yep. a position when we can do the uh, the first round draw. Uh, moving on to Canada Life Men's Premier League big win for Laxey 6-1 winners over St George's yeah huge win and I think uh, three goals very early on there Simon uh, not too sure on the exact timing but uh, Ryan Gartland got two Adam Meelan with a goal Ethan Hawley uh, Tommy Kenny and Ben Wazza uh, that's uh, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, got Brody Pensions kicking around as well. So uh, I think one of those there might uh, not be correct. But I don't know who got uh, St George's goal. But terrific win for Laxey six one. And the game you were at for us this afternoon, Douglas Royal two, uh, St John's one again sounded like a good game. It wasn't a bad game at all. I think um, probably the way the two sides will look at it is uh, the first half belonged to uh, St John's, the second half definitely belonged to uh, Douglas Royal. But the way it went, first couple of minutes, it was uh, Douglas Ro Royal who took the lead. Uh, Dominic McCarry Brennan with the uh, first good finish by him because he found some space on the right-hand side. Goalkeeper had uh, come out, made a, a little bit of an error in judgment and timing. And uh, Dominic, a uh, bit of a tight angle right foot, uh, put it in uh, past the keeper to make it 1-0. But it wasn't long before Luke Murray uh, got the equaliser for uh, St John's and Kieran Brock. And Luke, in the first 45 minutes, we're a real handful to deal with. Certainly, Kieran Brock was uh, a busy boy, uh, but uh, Luke uh, managed to finish it off really well just inside the penalty area. And 1 uh, 1 it was at uh, half time. And uh, second half changed around with the weather conditions today. Simon um, was going to make it a little bit more advantageous for Douglas Royal. And they got their uh, second goal later on. And it was Dominic McCarry Brennan who uh, got the goal. But uh, Andy Asbridge 
Harley uh, Jackson with a belter went over the top and also Dominic McCarry brennan could have had two or three each in that second half because they had loads of chances in front of goal and it was only due to uh, St John's goalkeeper with some super saves that uh, kept the kept the scoreline like it was but uh, finished up Douglas Raw 2 St John's 1 and Rob Pritchard was out in the west of the island for Peel against Russian again. Sounded like another really good game. I heard you talking at lunchtime. Uh, Russian haven't played for getting on for two months since they <laughs> yeah. played a, a competitive match, and but didn't really show any signs of rustiness and, and probably could have snatched a draw towards the end. Definitely, and uh, I was listening to uh, Rob's uh, report, and you know, right the way through, I think uh, Peel had a hold of the game, but it was uh, Russian who took the lead. Uh, Joe Reed with a, a header. Uh, but then uh, just at the start of uh, the second half, Thomas Brown, who uh, did that recently uh, against uh, Braddon, came off the bench and uh, scored one. But today, I think he started and uh, 1-1 it was. But then uh, it was Taylor Andrews on 68 minutes who made it uh, 2-1 to Peel. And then uh, Paul Whitehead got the third to make it looking pretty comfortable for Peel at 3-1. But uh, Russian, Aaron Hawley it was in the last couple of minutes. It might have been in injury time. Got it back to 3-2, but uh, Russian couldn't get that goal. And uh, Peel go now three points clear at the top of the table from Air United. Uh, but Air United do have two games in hand. Just on that, speaking about the table there, obviously Air's game was postponed due to the waterlogged pitch earlier on today. Um, that's, that's another three points for Peel. In the psychology of this, would you rather have the points on the board or the games in hand? Definitely points on the board. Uh, definitely. Um, you want to sort of get the uh, big enough gap that you can. Now, Air United, when you look at it, Sam, and you look at their stats... Uh, they've uh, played 13, won 12, lost one. And they only lost one a couple of weeks ago uh, against uh, Corinthians. And, you know, that can sort of, you know, play sort of mind games with you. But uh, United, I don't know if you noticed, they won 11-0 uh, last week against Douglas Royal. So they bounce back and that's what you've got to do. And uh, when I look at the, the two teams, Peel and Air, they sort of cancel each other out because they've got good players all over the place. And I think this could hinge a little bit on uh, the Peel and Air United game when that comes up. But there's loads of twists and turns to come. Um, but it certainly, I think, is between those two, Peel and Air, to take the league. OK, we'll move on to uh, DPS Limited Division 2. Just the one game left, Malou against Colby was off. Uh, D&D 2, Michael 2. Yeah, 1-1 one, one at half-time. Uh, Jordan Cowan, well done, Jordan, with a couple of goals for Michael. And for uh, Douglas and District, it was uh, Stephen Mulhern with one and Daniel Stewart-Clegg with the other. And moving on to Canada Life Combination 1, Corinthians 3, Ramsey 3. I saw a report on Twitter. This uh, sounded like a good game as well. A belting game because uh, it was just behind me and uh, all the roars and everything that was going on. I was getting dizzy just uh, spinning round. But it was uh, Ramsey who took uh, the lead. I'm not too sure who got the goals. I've only got Ronan Gell here who uh, got a goal. Whether he got a hat-trick, I don't know. But, um, you know, certainly Corinthians, um, you know, Caleb uh, Hugill, who's scoring plenty of goals and making a name for himself uh, for Corinthians, also playing for the first team. He's only 16 years of age. And then it was um, two goals uh, together, near enough, uh, within a couple of minutes. Connor Bell uh, with the uh, second one, and then an own goal, give uh, Corinthians a lead, 3-2. Uh, and then it was only probably in the last two to three minutes that uh, Ramsey uh, got the equaliser. And when you look at uh, Ramsey in that league table, uh, the second of the league with games in hand against uh, St Mary's, uh, they were really going for that fourth goal, but um, the referee uh, closed the game off and uh, finished up 3-3. Cracking game to watch. And St Mary's for Union Mills 3, Mary's a 4-1 up at half-time, so some fight in the second half from Union Mills. Yeah, superb, and uh, I don't know, we'll find out later on uh, with the FC Alaman game um, how the uh, weather is, but um, certainly today I've looked at some of the scores. 
half-time scores that we've got, you could see the change around in that second period because mm-hmm. it was a real strong wind. Uh, but down the poles, protected a little bit more. But, uh, you know, 4-3, what a great game that was. Um, or, yeah, 4-1 at half-time, 4-3 final, was that? That's right, yeah. Yep, and it was uh, Jamie Skillen with uh, two goals. Uh, Dylan Vick got one and uh, Therese Thompson in the combination got one today. Now, we'll have a look at the league tables later on. But that does now give St Mary's a six-point lead away from uh, Ramsey. And uh, Air 1, Moran 2. And that's all the information we've got on that that's, one. That's all we've got, yeah. And uh, Russian 1, Peel nil. Same on that one. If you can text us through, please, 166-177. I'll give the goal score, as I mentioned. I will come to that now as well, that uh, yesterday evening you mentioned to Rob on the uh, Friday Sport <laughs> Preview, uh, you were tipping Russian to win the combi this year. Right, well, let's have a look at this because uh, I'm afraid, Rob, it's advantage to me uh, tonight <laughs> at the moment. So I hope he's listening. Um, but uh, the reason why I say that, I looked at uh, Ramsey, who uh, look at lunchtime's uh, league table. Uh, they played 11 for 28 points and Russian had played 11 for 22 points. But now, obviously, Ramsey have dropped two points today. Russian got the win. Um, pretty certain they've still got each other to play. And uh, Russian are the league uh, sort of championship holders, if you like. And, um, yeah, I think uh, Rob looked at me as if to say, uh, you know, what you're looking at, but uh, I think he'll take note now and and uh, shake my hand later. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got three points on the board for you today anyway. Definitely. Uh, DPS Limited combination at two, uh, Douglas Athletic three, Onken four. Get another high scoring good game. Yeah, it's built in their game, isn't it? And it's this second half sort of scenario, uh, but I haven't got uh, Douglas Athletic's uh, goal scorers, but for Onken, it was uh, Ross Byrne with a couple of goals, uh, Matthew McNee and uh, Lewis Dawson was the other goal scorer. And at Colby, one, Malou, one. I've just got Malou, uh, goal scorer, come through here, Daniel Thurwell from the penalty spot. Yeah, he's um, a good goal scorer, Daniel Thurwell. The other one there, uh, the goal scorer for Colby was Tom Walton. And uh, Michael, four, D&D, two. Yeah, it was 3-0 to Michael at uh, half-time. Haven't got uh, Michael's goal scorers, but for Douglas and District, thanks to Dave Matheson, it was Don Quirk who got both goals. And uh, Foxdale, Douglas High School, our boys postponed again, as, as you would pro- probably expect. It's, yeah. it's the first one to go normally, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, Ramsey Youth Centre at five, Jim's one. Yeah, if you could, please, text us through uh, Ramsey Youth Centre, goal scorers, uh, but 5-1, uh, expected result when you look at the league tables. OK, so let's just have a quick look at those league tables, Tony. I think you, I haven't got them in front of me, but you've yep. got them there. So we'll start off with the uh, Canada Life Premier League. Uh, we've, we briefly touched on this, Peel, obviously, uh, extending their lead today, but uh, with games in hand. Yeah, and I think uh, with uh, Peel, you're looking at uh, 15 games. So uh, they play 24, uh, so there's only uh, nine to go. But they're on 39 points compared to Air United, who are on 36, who have played 13. So a lot of football still for Air to play. Ramsey are then in third place, who have uh, played uh, 14 games for 31. And you've got uh, Laxey, who are uh, played 15 now, an extra game from today. And they're on 28. So they're climbing up the table nicely. It's the bottom of the table that uh, we want to have a little look at because, you know, the top, you're not in any worries because you're going to stay in the league. But Moran, a bottom, uh, played 13 for seven. Union Mills have played 13 for eight. And then you've got uh, Braddon, who have uh, played uh, 15 games, I think it is, for uh, nine. So, uh, you know, a little bit of pressure on them, but St George's must be looking over their shoulder because another game played today. So they played 14, 10 to go, and uh, they've got uh, 10 points. So just above them, but I don't think they'll get involved in the relegation battle as uh, St John's have played 13 for 13. 
Uh, DPS Limited Division 2. Not an awful lot's changed here because of the uh, GH call at Woods Cup. Just the one game, Douglas and District against Michael. Yeah, I think uh, that Michael one, I could see you you're looking at that one because um, they've, uh, they're in third place. Uh, they've played 13 games now, so it's... Uh, uh, one more than uh, Castletown, two more than uh, Foxdale, but uh, 28 points. So they've dropped two points uh, today and they could have quite easily have uh, gone top of the table today. So that just shows you how costly that result could prove at the end of the season against D&D today. And we mentioned the top of uh, kind of like combination one down the bottom of the table. How are things looking there? Yeah, com- uh, combination one, uh, Douglas Royal, who uh, played last night and uh, were beaten uh, 7-1 by uh, St John's it's uh, Douglas Royal who have played uh, 14 for 3 and then we've got St John's 13 for 11 and then I think it's uh, Braddon who played uh, 10 for 9 but it's at the top of the table when you look at uh, St Mary's Ramsey uh, Union Mills and Russian and uh, probably even Chuck A United in that as well who are all uh, sort of battling uh, for that so some real close games coming up in the next few weeks and in combination to pretty much a, a full card there today Foxdale Douglas High School was the only game that was off so maybe a little bit of change in that table today. Um, not uh, at the top of the table because old boys have uh, played 13 now they remain top on 34 but uh, Michael United have uh, got uh, 28 points uh, now uh, for uh, 12 and when you look at uh, sort of Onken 11 for uh, 28 and you've got Ramsey Centre and old boys uh, 14 uh, for uh, 27 um, yeah it's a long long wait for that one on there but I would say old boys Michael Onken or Rams U Centre uh, the winners are going to come from there Alright Tony thank you very much I'll uh, let, let you get away because I know you want to get down to the bowl FC Isle of Man against that Kendall Town this evening you're on commentary duty with Rob Pritchard down there aren't you yeah, I was hoping to stay here a little bit longer, actually, to stay warmer. Have <laughs> you warmed up from this afternoon now? I've just warmed up a little bit, so I might just stay another five minutes and then I'll go to temperatures. Go and get yourself a coffee downstairs. Cheers, Thank Tony. Saddle up, partners. Round them up and hunker down for a rootin' tootin' good time with host Alex Brindley, <clears throat> that's me, and Christy DeHaven. Yeehaw! The ginger one. Settle in for some wild and woolly radio adventures. Get ready to rustle up some brain power with the cup of tea catchphrase and gallop along to the tunes of the classic couple. So holster up those worries, put on your boots, and mosey down to Alex in the afternoon, riding into your ears every Monday through Thursday from 3pm to 5.30pm. Only on Manx Radio, where the West meets the best in entertainment, even though we broadcast on the East Coast. Manx Radio Sport. 21 minutes after 5 o'clock on Manx Radio Saturday Sport Classified. Simon Quire with you through until uh, around about 6 o'clock and we'll be popping down to the bowl and speaking to uh, Rob Pritchard, getting team news and a preview ahead of the FC Isle of Man Kendall Town game this evening. But first of all, let's turn our attentions to rugby and uh, in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield was the only game uh, today. Dave Christian was there for us as Southern Nomads took on Western Vikings. Good evening, Dave. Yeah, good evening, Simon. Uh, yeah, difficult day today. Uh, obviously, we only had that one game taking place, the Castletown versus Isle of Man Barbarians fixture. That was postponed uh, ye late on last night. And Ramsey against Northwich Stags, friendly, that was postponed as well. But unfortunately for Ramsey, uh, they'd actually travelled to Northwich. Uh, pitch was frozen on arrival. Uh, to make matters worse, after travelling and not playing the game, the return flight's been cancelled. But uh, they're being put up by uh, Logan Air at, uh, at Manchester Airport and uh, will make it back tomorrow morning. So uh, uh, hard luck to them. 
The only game that was on the show, though, was down at Balakilia Park, and it was a pretty good game. It was chilly and windy, but uh, that didn't stop the players and uh, really nip and tuck for most of the game. A Jack Goodwin try, converted by Craig Martin, put Western Vikings in front early on. Uh, Finn McGregor equalised for Nomads. Mark Young converted to make it 7-7. Young then went over himself to put Nomads in front, but uh, Connor Garland struck back for Vikings before half-time uh, to leave the Nomads lead at 14-12. Uh, a two-point game was, uh, well, to be honest, it was much better than I was expecting and uh, really, really good to see them go. Uh, in the second half, though, Rob Crane, who, had, for me, had a great cameo. He only came on at half time, uh, but he scored one and he made one uh, a little bit later in the game as well. Looked really good when he got the ball. Uh, he extended that Nomads lead early in the second half. Mark Young again converted. Uh, Morgan Armstrong Patton pulled one back at the other end for Western Vikings. Craig Martin converted that one, and it was a two-point game again with uh, Nomads in front, 21-19. In the closing stages, though, Nomads seized the game by the scruff of the neck. Sam Kenyuk ran in two, Peter Cope won, and Mark Young converted all three of those to finish with six from six off the boot in pretty difficult conditions. There was a really strong wind coming directly across the pitch, and uh, Mark Young was kicking him from both sides and from out wide as well. A great performance from him with the boot and probably gets my nod for man of the match. Although, uh, like I said, Rob Crane did a really impressive cameo in the second half. So uh, fair play to Nomads. Uh, they'll climb up the Manx Shield table. I think that win puts them into third place. Western Viking second and Ramsey, who didn't play today, uh, they will uh, remain top of the table. Got quite a few games to go. We've had a few postponements. Uh, so that Manx Shield coming to a conclusion a little bit later on, probably towards the end of March, I would think, just looking at the number of fixes we've got left to fit in. Uh, it should be Ramsey's. Uh, they're significantly better, at least so far this season, uh, than anyone else. And uh, they'll be favourite to take that title. Uh, they also have uh, a Manx, Manx Plate, a Cheshire Plate final coming up. 16th of March for that one. Bella Fletcher, kickoff time yet to be determined. But that's Ramsey against Western Vikings. And it's not often you'll see two Island Man sides in a Cheshire final. But that's all to come up today. Congratulations to Southern Nomads and commiserations for Ramsey, who are stuck there in Manchester for tonight. Dave Christian, thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, summary there. The Ravenscroft Manx Shield was the only game uh, played in local rugby today. And just to recap that, as Dave mentioned, Southern Nomads 42, Western Vikings 19. In 1964, Manx Radio was born. Right the way through this momentous year, we are marking the nation station's 60th birthday. On Monday and Friday, the Man in Line closes with a revealing dip into the archives. On Wednesday's Man in Line, we revisit the architectural gems revealed over the years by Kelly's Eye. And Kelly's Eye will be on Gullah's Gargan at 5 on Sunday. And you can subscribe to all of our anniversary content online. Go to the podcast series 60 Years Serving the Nation at manxradio.com. Manx Radio at 60. Born to broadcast. Happy to help. Manx Radio Sport. 
Okay, then we move our attention on to uh, hockey. Ben Cunningham joining me in the studio. Just before we look at today's action, Ben, some extra uh, results in there from those uh, 3.30 pushbacks in men's division. One, Valkyries B5, Harlequins B0. And uh, also looking over to ladies division two, Harlequins B5, Valkyries C3. And in the under-15s league, Vikings one, Ramsey, Rogues and Rascals three. But let's uh, start off in the men's premier. Well, let's first of all... Let's talk about the uh, the weather conditions because that obviously scuppered a few of the fixtures down in the south of the island at Castle Russian today. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we lost all the fixtures today at uh, Castle Russian. Uh, unfortunately, the goals were just not wanting to stay still. The wind was very much blowing them all over, so safety is paramount. So games were all uh, abandoned today at Castle Russian. Okay, so let's uh, look at the fixtures that we did get away and start off in the uh, men's Premier League. Vikings A8, backers B2, big yeah, win there. Yeah, really commanding uh, uh, victory there for Vikings A. Uh, John Cooper with three, Alex Andrews with one, John Ferrells with two, Josh uh, Dougal with one, and Darrell Jago with one for uh, Vikings A. And then for backers B, it was uh, Harry uh, Harry K. Collins and Craig Lease. And at Harlequins, uh, A0, Backers A8, again, another commanding performance from Backers. Yeah, and Backers, pretty much, um, they capitalised on any mistakes and they punished uh, Harlequins, unfortunately. Um, for Backers, it was Johnny Callow with two, Andy Whiten with two, Jamie Brown with two, Tom Lofen with one, and Tony Bentley-Roberts with one. And Castles out A, Valkyries A, uh, shared the spoils to all. Yeah, and I, I said in my preview on Friday with Rob that I thought this would be a stalemate and be quite close, and it has uh, ended that way. Andy Win uh, Stanley with two, and Steve Ronan with uh, sorry, Andy Win Stanley with one, and Steve Ronan with one, and then for Valkyries it was Sam Moffat with a double. And moving on to the ladies Premier League, uh, backers A one, Vikings A three, and Vikings taking an early lead in the table with other results today. Yeah, and we will come to that very shortly, as you say, Simon. But um, yeah, a really good result. And the report I had, it was really an even game, end to end, and it was a really good uh, competitive game. Uh, Morven Smith with two, and Kim uh, Carney with one for Val uh, for uh, Vikings A, and then for backers A, it was Rosie Callum. And Valkyries A2, Harlequins A2 as well, again, another draw. Yeah, and this is uh, Harlequins' first uh, points of the uh, season for them, so congratulations. And they have held off who were the Premier League leaders, and they are not anymore, Valkyries A. Uh, Maxine Jones and Emily Kelly with goals each. And then for Harlequins, it was Rachel Bilton and Gemma Quayle. I umpired this game, and it was very end-to-end, very intense, close, and that, and... There was lots of chances for both teams, but I I have to agree a draw was a very good result. I suppose by that time, two o'clock this afternoon, the sort of conditions in Peel were, were getting a little bit worse than they were this morning. Yeah, well. yeah. Uh, to say the bobble hat just managed to stay <laughs> on my head today is uh, an understatement. But yeah, um, yeah, very uh, tough conditions today, probably at all games. And uh, Castletown A, Castletown B, shame that derby at Castle Russian uh, was postponed due to the weather. We've touched on that already. So moving on to men's division one, uh, Ramsey A6, Vikings B1. Yeah, a really good uh, result there for Ramsey. And uh, Nat Smith with four goals, and I believe one of his goals was an absolute screamer. Uh, reverse stick into the top uh, corner of the goal. So a uh, very good uh, result there for him and four goals as well. Dan Hurd with a goal and Connor uh, Parfit with a goal for Ramsey. And then for Vikings, the consolation was Josh Knights. 
And in the game, we've just got the result through uh, the 3.30 pushback, Valkyries B5, Harlequins B0. Yeah, uh, good result there for uh, Valkyries B and Harlequins. Okay, they've not got any points yet still, but they are giving the teams in this league a good uh, run for their money. Uh, Neil Jacobs with three, Ethan Adams with one, and Ollie Freer with one. And I believe you've have you got the latest uh, from King Williams College Vikings C Castletown B. I have indeed, and I'm just looking here. So the latest score was half time. It was nil nil, and it's currently one all. Um, both uh, got well, the uh, Vikings C goal came from Jacob Harding, and the Castletown goal has come from Elliot Butler. And the latest report I've got is. The weather is frustrating both uh, teams and uh, possibly umpires might call the game short if uh, both captains agree to it because the conditions are starting to get worse. But uh, yeah, uh, credit to every team that's played today Mm. in the conditions. It's not been brilliant. No, it won't have been pleasant out there at all. Uh, Ladies Division 1, just the one game remained after those postponements at Castle Russian and that was Valkyries B2, Backers B5. Yeah, and I caught the end of this game and uh, Backers looked really good today and I think Valkyries were just missing a few players today. Uh, for backers, it was Sienna Millwall with two, Sam Franklin with one, Neve Goddard with one, and Pippa Slate uh, with one. And the uh, Valkyries goal scorers were Lola Bass and Emma Miller. And men's division two up on the north of the island at Ramsey Grammar School, Ramsey B3, Castletown C1. Yeah, good uh, result there for Ramsey. I know they'll definitely be wanting to try and get the promotion uh, this season, and they're looking really good so far. Dan Cross with two, and Tom Howard with one. And then for Castletown, it was Ozendun. And Valkyrie C6, Backers Colts won. Yeah, this is a really good result there for Valkyrie's. And I think that this league is probably going to come down between Valkyrie's and Ramsey. And when them two meet, which I think is not next week, the week after, that game's going to be really crucial. Uh, six goal scorers as well for Valkyrie's, so they've shared the load there. Mark Perryman with one, June Belando with one, Jules Collier with one, Liam Harrison with one, Jonathan Kane with one, and Brian Griffin with one. And then for backers, the consolation was uh, Christian Davis. And in ladies' division, two Vikings C2, Ramsey B0. Yeah, good result there for Vikings C, making amends from last weekend's uh, defeat to Harlequins. And the goal scorers were Sarah Presley and Joanna Roney. Another one, the late pushbacks, we've just confirmed the result in this, Harlequins B5, Valkyrie C3. Yeah, and I've just got the scorers through, and they are, for Valkyrie, it was Lizzie Burns with two, and uh, Leah Haight with uh, one, and then for Va- for Harlequins, it was uh, Molly Dennett, Kerry Williams with two, Hannah Nuttall, and Ella Breakmore, and I have got a report. Uh, what a... What a great game of hockey from both teams in the wet, miserable 3.30pm game. With the wind trying its best to blow the players off the pitch, both teams started short of players, but once Quinns were up to full strength team, they were able to go on and secure the victory. Must give a huge shout-out to the determined Valkyries team. Heads never dropped and defended brilliant. Goalkeeper made some fantastic saves, Thanks to the umpires, enjoyed, enjoyable and well, uh, well, well played game. 
And in the under-15s league, uh, same teams involved, Valkyries Harlequins. Uh, re- reverse of the score, though, Valkyries 5, Harlequins 3. Yeah, good result uh, for Valkyries. They're looking really good in this under-15s league. Uh, Ryan Thomas, uh, Leity Hoot with uh, 1, and Liam Harrison with 3. And then for Harlequins, it was Ben Wright and Caleb Blakemore with 2. And again, another uh, 330 pushback. Vikings 1, Ramsey Rogues and Rascals 3 at Ramsey Grammar School. Yeah, good result there for Ramsey. Uh, haven't got the Vikings goal scorer, but for Ramsey it was uh, Toby Bashford, Charlie Dormer and Valentino Crossgrave. So presumably as well with those postponements because of the weather down at Castle Rush and the uh, the fixture book will have to be rewritten at some point later in the season to get those games back in, Ben. Yeah, I mean most of them. Well, a few two two of the two of the four of them are Castletown derbies. So whether Castletown will give up their training slot and play their games instead of their training slot, we wait and see. But it will all come down to the uh, decision made by both teams. But. The MHA will also have an involvement in organising the refixtures. And like you say, it's it's not been a great day out there. So uh, you know, fantastic for everyone who's been out playing, taking part, and uh, and supporting the teams across the island. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, every everybody's been saying today just how awful the conditions were, and I've I've heard a few people say this morning when they they opened the curtains, they thought, oh, I'm waiting for the message to say it's <laughs> off, it's off. But no, it went ahead, and of course, you know, safety's paramount. We lost Castletown, unfortunately, but we've managed to get all the other games off. So hats off to umpires, the players, and, of course, the people that are looking after the pitch for the MSR. All right, Ben Cunningham, thank you very much uh, for your coverage of uh, hockey this afternoon. The Economic Strategy Annual Update was debated in Tinwell this week with the Chief Minister painting a very rosy Manx economic picture which seemed to avoid discussion of the pitfalls and obstacles to economic success. This led to criticism from some members that perhaps government wasn't living in the real world or indeed that the Chief Minister was living on Fantasy Island. So who's right? You get the opportunity to decide by listening to Perspective tomorrow at 12 noon on Manx Radio with me, Phil Gorn. The Chief Minister certainly has a dream, but is his government delivering? Manx Radio Sport. 23 minutes away from 6 o'clock on Manx Radio, Saturday Sport Classified. Simon Quine with you here on uh, Manx Radio. And uh, Rob Pritchard will be joining us very shortly. FC Isle of Man down in action at the Bowl tonight. They take on uh, Kendall Town, who are on a fine run of form in uh, the Northwest Counties Premier Division. Uh, FC Isle of Man, of course, uh, a mixed run of form, just one win in the last seven. Uh, so uh, they... They really could do with picking up some points at home very shortly. We will get team news and a preview of that uh, from Rob Pritchard very shortly. Kickoff is just over 20 minutes away. Tony Meffham is on his way down there as well to take up uh, co-commentary duty with Rob Pritchard. And you can hear full coverage of that game uh, on AM 1368 and, of course, on Manx Radio Digital and online via manxradio.com. Chris Pearson, the Sunday chill out. Take the chance to chill tomorrow from 7. Some people say that Mark Tiley in the morning is one of the reasons people come on holiday to the Isle of Man. Funny you going to the Isle of Man for your holidays. What's funny about that? I hear it's very attractive. Which? The Isle? Or the man. Now, we don't believe that's true for a moment, but we do definitely attract inquiring minds onto the programme. 
I'm not an unsophisticated woman. I've been to Jersey and the Isle of Man. Join me, Mark Tiley, for the adventure of your life. 9.30 to 12, Monday to Friday, Manx Radio. Join me, Chris Kinley, every weekday evening here on Your Manx Radio. We play music from all the decades, the 60s and the 70s. We might even chuck in a bit of 80s as well, you know. It's what we do. Kinner's Conundrum, of course, with our friends at the Ocean Views. That's after 7 o'clock and a classic album of the week. We'll play a track from that at 7.30. Y'all ready for this? So we play music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, or whatever it's called now. It's all greatest hits. It's all here on Your Manx Radio, weekday evening, 6.30 through till 9. Greatest hits with Nicola Bowker & Co. Local accountants for local business. If you bought your loom pants and cheesecloth shirts from Paraphernalia, if your vinyl records came from Mark Kelly's or the Music Box, if your weekends were danced away at the MGM, the Port Disco or the Hawaiian Bar, then join me to relive those halcyon days with three hours of music from the decade that had it all. Sensational 70s on Manx Radio from 1 till 4 on Sunday afternoons with me, Mike Buttle. It's on DAB, online, on smart devices and absolutely live on air on Manx Radio. Manx Radio Sport. 21 minutes away from six. Just having some uh, technical issues getting hold of uh, Rob Pritchard down at the bowl as we look ahead to uh, preview this evening's FC Isle of Man game. I think what we'll do, we'll take a break for a minute. We'll uh, try and uh, see if we can at least get you uh, some team news before that and uh, then Rob Pritchard will hopefully join us for commentary from uh, just before six o'clock this evening. The Manx Radio News team speaks to all sorts of people about all sorts of things and you'll often hear parts of those interviews on air. But if you've ever wondered what happens to the bits you don't hear wonder no more we have the manx newscast where you can hear the interviews in full covering everything from the very serious to the downright bizarre this is where you can listen to the full story at your leisure manx radio newscast available to download from manxradio.com or your favorite podcast provider Manx Radio Sport. Okay, so we are struggling to get hold of Rob at the bowl, so we will uh, run through team news for FC Isle of Man. They take on uh, Kendall Town this evening at the bowl, kickoff at six o'clock. And uh, before we uh, hand over to Rob for commentary duty, we'll briefly hand back to uh, Christy Dehaven on the FM network uh, with the Saturday Live Lounge. But the starting 11 for FC Isle of Man to take on Kendall Town is uh, Wilkinson wears number one shirt in goal, Sherrod at two, Crook, Kelly, Sherry. Watson, Garvey, uh, Frank Jones in the middle of the park when the captain's armband, Doyle, Pennington and Simpson is your starting 11. Uh, Williams, Burns, McDonnell, Gerard and Charlie Higgins on the bench for FC Isle of Man. Kickoff at the bowl is... 18 and a half minutes away at 6 o'clock. Rob Pritchard and Tony Meppham will be here on AM 1368 and Manx Radio Digital to bring you uh, full match commentary as they take on Kendall Town this evening. But with the time at uh, 18 minutes before 6 o'clock, don't forget the podcast up very shortly over at uh, manxradio.com if you want to catch up on any of the action from football, rugby and hockey today. But briefly, we'll hand you back to Christy Dehaven and Manx Radio's FM network on the Saturday Live Lounge.